Listener-supported KFUO, the messenger of good news. We are worldwide at KFUO.org and heard in the St. Louis region on AM 850 KFUO. Good afternoon. This is the Midday Moments program. It's time now for our Moment in Creation segment with Pastor Warren Worth of Good Shepherd Lutheran Church in Arnold. Good afternoon, Pastor Worth. Good afternoon, Gary. You know, I read months ago about this Mars probe, but I haven't heard much about it lately. Have you heard anything about it? I certainly have, and any of our listeners who are interested in space exploration and what that has to do with the Bible and the creation versus evolution debate might want to be paying attention. You can go to www.nasa.gov. That's www.nasa.gov. And uh, on their website, there's a special section you can click on that has everything you'd want to know about this Mars mission, which is called Perseverance. It's the Mars 2020 rover, and the rover itself has been named Perseverance, and it's got an onboard helicopter that they have named Ingenuity. A fascinating thing. So it's just about reached Mars. It'll be February 18th that they actually expect to arrive at Mars. And when you go to the NASA website, you can see all about the amazing plan for how it will land. It's, it's quite a technological achievement. It's amazing to me uh, how much uh, they can do technologically to have this thing map out a way to land. It's going to land in a crater. The crater is called uh, Jezero Crater, J-E-Z-E-R-O Crater. And in that crater on Mars, appearance of the ground is as if there may have been water with a river delta there in times past. Of course, the evolutionists would say billions of years ago. And so their hope is that there was uh, water there, that they could find evidence of life there. That's the amazing thing. With all of this technological advancement, the real reason they're going there is to try to see if they can find evidence that life ever evolved on Mars. Now, currently, uh, the Martian terrain is not at all hospitable to life. The atmosphere, the temperature is, is very cold. It's very thin atmosphere. There's a lot of radiation. Um, it's really not a suitable place for life today. But because there seems to be evidence that at one time there was liquid water on the surface of Mars, there may have been, and what looks like possible streams and rivers, and here a river delta, maybe even lakes, maybe even oceans. And so their idea would be if there had been water there, well, for the sincere believer in evolution, well, then life could have evolved there, just like life evolved on Earth, right? You can have water and boom, automatically you get get the evolution of life, which of course is a fairy tale. But Anyway, so they have some pretty amazing stuff with these robots. Let's first briefly talk about that, and then we'll get back to that. Yeah, you said there's a helicopter on board. Is that like a small drone or something? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a small uh, helicopter. It looks like it has two counter-rotating propellers, and uh, it will see if it can map out areas for future exploration, possible routes for the rover to take and make future rovers. And right now, the the big part of the mission is the the rover itself with six wheels and a half dozen sensors and stuff on board. They they can drill. They have a MOXIE. It can make oxygen from the carbon dioxide on Mars. It has 
power. This power is a plutonium-based power supply that can charge the rover's batteries and is designed to last for over a decade. RIMFAX, the radar will probe the ground using radar waves to provide centimeter scale resolution of the Martian geology. Uh, there are sensors and cameras on that little helicopter so it can look around. Uh, it has a mast cam Z and super cam an advanced camera system with zoomable panoramic cameras. SuperCam will analyze the chemistry of the Martian rocks using a laser micro-imager. And there's the MEDA, a weather station, featuring a set of sensors that will take measurements of temperature, wind speed, and more. There's a robotic arm, and attached to the seven-foot robotic arm are several instruments, including the drill, an ultraviolet spectrometer, and a camera, and a thing called Pixel, PIXL, this X-ray fluorescence spectrometer, will identify chemical elements, presumably to look for signs of ancient life. And so it, the technological angle of this is amazing, because you think the reason that God gave us, that is the ability to think, is amazing that people can use science, and science in the right sense, you know, objective science, working science, where they actually can use their brains and their five senses and figure out how to solve problems and build things like rockets and computers. And that the technology is amazing to be able to send a mission to Mars and be able to land it. And the whole landing sequence is an amazing thing. I don't have time to talk about it today, but you can look it up. It's a pretty amazing thing that they're planning to do. And if it's successful, you say, wow, what they really accomplished is an amazing thing. But, you know, that, again, points to intelligence. You know, and when you look at living things, you realize that living things couldn't happen by accident any more than this Martian rover could have ha happened by random chance. Yeah, there's a lot of creation involved in, in creating that uh, rover uh, on part there of man. There you go. A lot of in, in, intelligent, <laughs> intelligent design. design. Yeah, <laughs> lots of intelligent design and things that are irreducibly complex that it could not have happened by accident. And that's and just that's the, true, rover. the rover. That's not the planet. <laughs> Absolutely. You see, and that brings us back to this whole thing. So it's as astonishing that, you know, people invest literally billions of dollars in this kind of ex scientific experiment in the belief that they can find signs of ancient life on the Martian planet. And if they found that, then they think they're going to unlock the riddle for how life arose on planet Earth which is silly. You have the one who created life, namely God, who gave us uh, his account of what he did in the book of the Bible, the book of Genesis. He tells us how he created heaven and earth and all they contain, and that he created life on earth. It didn't happen by accident. And, you know, even when you look at every living thing, even the simplest living things on earth, the simplest uh, bacteria and so forth, you see amazing complexity and design that far exceeds even this amazing robot, the rover, the Perseverance rover and his little helicopter, uh, as amazing as those robots are, they are not nearly as amazing as the simplest living thing on Earth and, of course, human beings being far more complex than that. So, once again, we, we would assure our, our readers that, first of all, you need to understand in this area of scientific study called astrobiology, uh, they have so far found zero evidence for life anywhere except on planet Earth. The idea that it would be on Mars or elsewhere in the galaxy is based on a belief in evolution. Now, should they find evidence of life on Mars, 
uh, would that then overthrow the Bible? No, not at all. You know, we believe that if there is life anywhere outside of planet Earth, then God put it there. God created it there, just like God created life on Earth. Mm-hmm. We're amazed at all the places on Earth where God created life. So there's living things on top of mountains, at the bottom of the ocean, and lots of places that we would have thought were uh, impossible for life to survive. What do you know? God created life on Earth that can take an amazing number of variations and be at various places that we would not think would otherwise have been suitable for life. But so far they haven't found any life anywhere else, and I doubt that they will. But if they do, we'll say, well, what do you know? God put life there, too. It does not prove evolution, and it certainly does not disprove the Bible. Right. Now, one question. You mentioned that they were trying to make oxygen, or they're making oxygen. Is there any detail about that? Why? The mechanical stuff doesn't need oxygen. Is this to plan for future uh, expansion of putting people there and then being able to create oxygen out of what was gas? Well, yeah, there you go. Yeah, right. Yeah, they're going to t- try to make oxygen from the carbon dioxide that's on Mars. And the idea, you're right, it's not for the equipment that they're sending now, which does not need it. Mm-hmm. But for human beings, if they were to colonize Mars, they would need to have a way to make oxygen because there isn't enough oxygen there for them to to breathe. And also, they would use it for rocket propulsion. You you Mm -hmm. need the oxygen to burn the fuel in order to have a return voyage to planet Earth. And the rover, the Perseverance rover there, is going to take rock samples as they're going to put in tubes, which will be saved for a future manned mission, which is supposedly going to be combined the United States and the European Space Agency are going to have a combined manned mission, which they're hoping will be 10 years from now. And their idea would be that they would retrieve those rock samples and bring them back to planet Earth for more careful analysis. Right now, they're analyzing things remotely using the robotic stuff and sending the signals back to Earth on what they think they discovered. But they want to examine these things with more sophisticated equipment than they're even able to send there now because it would be too big and too heavy, so they want to bring those rock samples back for later analysis on Earth, but that would require a manned mission in the future, which means they need to have oxygen for the people to breathe and oxygen uh, so that they'll have a return trip where they uh, can burn the fuel and uh, make it back to planet Earth. That's the idea. Okay. Would you like to lead us in a prayer as we wrap up this segment? Certainly. Lord God, Heavenly Father, we give you thanks and praise for the marvel of your creation, from life on Earth to Uh, the planets that you've created in our solar system and the stars in the most distant galaxies. We see your wisdom and your power displayed everywhere. Help us, O Lord, not to rebel against you in our sinful uh, desire to think that we know more than you do, but instead help us to give you thanks and praise for the wonder of your creation and especially for your amazing love in sending Jesus to come to planet Earth born of the Virgin Mary, to suffer and die and rise again, to save us for, from our sins so that we can spend eternity with you. Oh, Lord, we give you thanks and praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks, Pastor Worth. You are welcome. We're the messenger of good news, KFUO.org, on Twitter, on Instagram, and our talk programs, including this segment, available wherever you get your podcasts. Just search out KFUO Radio.